listeners. Oh, hello, everyone. Hello, Zach. Uh, we are episode 25 of the seemingly unknown podcast here in the lovely Mall of America. We are. We are recording live from the Mall of America, which uh, may get this mall shut down now. You for sure. Really. At least the P.F. Chags are level two. <laughs> for sure. It's not going to be good for them by any stretch uh, whatsoever. Well, let me kind of. Since we do love balls and day off stuff, is this a daunting ball for you? Like, how do you know what you need based? Is it walking around or you go to the express right off the bat? Like, how do you? Brent's the express guy. Here's the thing. How, at this age, when you go to the mall, do you ever really need anything? I know Brent's going today because he needs something. He, Eric needs something specific. I'm never going into a mall uh, without a specific goal in mind. Five okay. years ago, I'm walking out with two Funko Pops from Hot Topic, a Thanos hand from GameStop, <laughs> uh, graphic t-shirts I don't need. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you are the king of graphic t-shirts. Correct. You so first I'll probably off. get five of those today. Yeah, that's which is fine. Um, so for me, like when I go to a mall, like I went to the mall the other day. Um, I don't know, for the first time in like my mall at home. First time in like, I don't know, like three years or something. And it wasn't like, to me, it, it's, it's a, it changed. Like, I feel like mall culture is changing. I don't know about if I'm going to feel that way here in the mall of America. Cause that it's like a, it's like a proper Correct. mall. They keep it up in Memphis. The mall is not kept up anymore. And like all the stores remind me of like, you know, like mall rats and there's like carpet munchers and like yep. all these like weird stores, like, um, you know, <laughs> like the fashionable no, mail, which yes, is where like Ben Affleck off, Like, yeah. Bad Bath is like not beyond. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, dude. Bed Bath and a little further. Right. Not beyond. We're not going beyond right. anything. We're still on Earth beyond. Yeah, which is crazy. I mean, at the and uh, you know, at the same time though, we we see a lot of malls. We see a lot of malls. We actually thrive on the mall environment. It's almost like a, a subculture, really. A day off subculture. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, like you can't like we go to malls and it's so like there's different stores there's different things, but it's all in the end. A mall is something to, so you just don't stay in your hotel room, I think, because every mall is kind of the same in this day and age. I feel like the ball by me in uh, New Hampshire, they uh, the elderly generation, they'll do like their power walks in the morning with coffee and socialize. I think it's a cool really? thing. Okay, well, that's yeah. yeah. So it's warmer in the winter. They still walk their laps as opposed to. Walking out in the snow or sleep. No, I. If you go to the mall early in the morning, you're gonna see the power walkers. Like the power walkers are like that's like a total deal. Like they, there's a lot of power walkers in the malls. Yeah, no, great, great, great hogs. Uh, incredible shape. Uh, speaking of great hogs, ladies and gentlemen, we have a new shirt coming. Oh, um, I am very, I was very, blown very, away very by soon. This. I uh, uh, um, commandeered our friend Nando, who does a lot of art for the podcast. And um, I had him make a shirt uh, specifically for John uh, that will be on sale uh, very, very, very I think it's going to be very popular. I think it will be, too, honestly. Um, Eric had to be put on it. Eric, I, well, Eric I, sh- I when we were in D.C., I showed it to Eric. I showed the original drawing to Eric, and he's like, you got to do this. So we <laughs> added it. And you know what? Why not? Even though the shirts aren't ready yet, uh, we'll put it. We'll put it in here. Yes. We'll go ahead and show a photo of the shirt and you can see it. And it is amazing. Uh, John, what did we do this week? I know exactly what you're, I asked this question. And as soon as I asked it, I know exactly what the first thing you're going to talk about is. Um, 
Well, we had your lovely manager, Bill McGathy, set us up with uh, awesome uh, Yankees game tickets when we were in New York City. We were. Uh, We We were actually in New Jersey, and we took a a ferry over to New York City. Ferry into a three-hour or three-mile walk into a taxi. (laughs) It was John miscalculated the maps. It was nice out though. It was good to see people walking around, actually enjoying the city again. Because it is, a, it is a great city. As By much way, as not I a realize. lot of masks in New York City. Not a lot of masks. Not like, a lot of pants either. Yeah, no, no, no hardly any pants. Depending on which alley you walked out, obviously. Also had maybe the most um, casual fan encounter on the way into the ferry that's ever happened to me, especially in a giant city like New York. Yes, the woman basically walked into the ferry to grab a ticket. The woman goes, "Oh, you're Zach Myers." No, she goes, "Zach Myers from Shinedown." And I go, yeah, she goes, see you tomorrow. I just kept walking. Yeah, it was like the coolest, like, it's almost like she hated him. But wanted to <laughs> but acknowledge. Knew, but, but wanted to acknowledge that she knew who I right, was. To feel was, her, to feud her uh, anger. I think she got in my head a little bit with that, honestly. Um, but we did the Yankees game, and then we did Nurserat, uh, Salt Bay, which is, we've done that 25 times. But the never, one thing that never, happened. Never gets old. During the Yankees game. It's one of those things where we, it's not a gripe. It's not, it's more of a. The observation that Zach and I both It's more saw of a it. wonder at this point. It, correct. In 2021, and this, is, this is a genuine question. This is going to be a, a deep 20-minute conversation. We witnessed, uh, I would say, either a father or an uncle with a his son or nephew and watching the game. The male, the older man, was scorekeeping uh, outs, uh, innings, full book. hits, walks, keeping stats like he was a high school coach. And so... I my question to you, Zach, what is he doing with that information? <laughs> is there an answer to that though? Because you a, can do the, get them from ESPN in real time. You can get them. I, I have. I don't use ESPN. So a long time ago, side story. A long time ago, the ESPN app like messed up my phone really bad. So I went to the Yahoo Sports app, which is what I use now. I gotta say, when we were younger, right, we would go see games, and people would do that. Softball Scouts. games, but but it's more. Yeah, college. but I have friends like you know my dad, my stepdad. Fun fact for everybody out there: my stepdad is in the softball hall of fame. This is a true story. Where's I'm, that at? Uh, I don't know. I think it's based in Louisiana, maybe or something. But my stepdad is in uh, uh, Dan, Danny Cloud is in the softball hall of fame. Uh, my, all my whole family plays softball except for me. Um, and we can say your family's name there because it's in good taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Normally, when you say a normally family when members, I say people's names, it's not they're in either jail they or they they're on the lam. Or that's who I lost my virginity to, or right. whatever. Um, so I would see people at games when I was a kid at my stepdad's games, keeping you know writing down stats, right? And sh- but that was also pre-internet. The Which, internet okay, wasn't that, that around. Makes sense. There was no internet right. for you to get college stats. Agent, there are college uh, scouts, professional scouts going to games. I, I totally get it. Basketball, all the sports. In 2021, a casual fan keeping stats on a uh, has a whole book of it. So obviously comes to almost every home game. Keeps stats. I mean, every ball, every walk, every strike. You cannot look me in the eye and tell me this person has never murdered anyone. Someone has been murdered. No, by this he's man. A, he's at least made a something out of human flesh. Whether That's what it's I'm a hat saying. Like or I, belts. I, here's the here, here's the thing. I think personally, in 2021, and he had an iPhone. We oh, saw he, him for sure. We saw him taking yeah. pictures yeah. with the iPhone. Right. So it had a button on it, but still, it was still an yeah, iPhone. Yeah, probably didn't work. Still counts, bro. You know, it, it's a it's a it's a Superior, not superior. It's a what's the opposite of superior, John? Inferior, inferior iPhone. Yeah, um, it's like a six. 
Yeah, like a six plus. Man. Verizon chocolate. <laughs> he, was a, he, he had a sidekick, guys. Oh, um, and he was taking photos. But listen, he, you know, he added enough to where he had a phone where he could easily get stats for a baseball yes. game instead of writing them down. Now, listen, I always bitch about how, how modern the world is, right? And like, I miss the old analog days of a lot of things. This is, that's not one of them. No, that's not one of them. I miss going in and paying for gas and cash. Yeah. Uh, little things like that. Um, I, I don't miss, I don't think you need to keep stats. But Brian. back up, I think the whole time when this guy dies, not to be morbid, like he looked healthy, uh, but we all do die. Ish. Most of us all die. Uh, when, when this guy goes, he's going to have a wall locker filled with these books. In, uh, with stats. With stats. Stats of Yankee games. It's after And they're going to go, yeah, man, we got all these. Yeah, we, like, <laughs> we went to Yankees.com and pulled these up. Imagine. I would be the so sun, pissed. So the, the legacy sun, of this guy. So, the, so listen, here's the scene, right? <laughs> <laughs> so they're reading the will, okay? His executor of his estate's reading the will. And the the brother is there, the nephews, nieces, yep. and they get all this cool shit, right? The, the women get all the jewelry, the money, the cash, house, clothes, property. house, property. Yeah. And this son, who's, China. the son who he's been sharing this moment with his yeah. whole oh life. God. And like, and uh, to Donnie, to you, uh, your dad has left uh, his stat books. <laughs> Donnie's going to lose his fucking mind. Donnie's Everyone a, else got all the good Donnie's shit. Donnie's going to have a shit ton of paper cuts by the time that will reading is over. Donnie, Donnie, poor Donnie. They they get to the end of the reading like, and uh, to Donnie, he left his most prized possession. Let me ask you this. Like, do you, his obviously you take your, your kids are familiar with basketball, Memphis Grizzlies, yep. you take it to games. Yeah. The minute, say you went to a game coming up and you took out a book and started keeping notes, would Ollie or Avery, or at least Ollie be like, Dad, what are you doing? Yeah. Because he'd be like, you've never done this before. Like, what are you exactly, what are you doing? Exactly how you said that is how it was sounding. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't think my son's ever seen me write on paper. So he'd probably wonder Dad, what, what was going doing? on. Watch the game. Dude, watch Why the game. Why do you care what this guy gets as a Speaking rebound? Speaking of, my kid started, he's in preschool now. Or sorry, he's in kindergarten. Jeez. Yeah, dude. He's like, learn. he's like, it's weird, man. I, I We had two days off in Indiana and I went home. And um, they're doing preschool. They're like, he's like doing stuff. It's crazy, man. Like to think about, like, it's so weird to me, man. Like I, he needs like a Miss Frizzle. Get on the school bus and travel and just get craziness. Human body, nature. You think he needs to go to real school is what you're saying? No, I think he needs to go hang out with a Miss Frizzle, like a fantasy teacher and just be like a guest instructor. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like I, for me, like I, I'm glad he's doing school at home. We were, we were kind of. Even pre-pandemic, like we were gonna, we were gonna homeschool. You know, that wasn't like this wasn't like a new thing that came up. But it's weird that like he's like he can't like. When hang he posted a video the day of him and uh, there's him and Ollie where Avery was singing. It all Avery looks super. I mean, I saw him at the Iowa Fair, but he looks even older now. It's creeping me out. Yeah, I posted a video the other day, two of us sitting on the freezers outside because yeah, we were waiting on the rain out. to pass. And it's my friend goes, I don't even know which one's which anymore. I do. All three of you could have passed off as each other. Yeah. It's me <laughs> out. Hey, the, the other thing for the Yankees game, uh, I think uh, we both observed, I have when the down. guys at the plate, 
The big guy's like, good eye. Or, hey, come on, man, get that. <laughs> That's literally written in my oh, phone. Oh, dude, that guy could not hear you. Well, it's like, or they're yelling at the pitcher. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, give him the heater. Like, dude, we're in section 320, right. which is the actual section we were in. Right. Which, by the way, um, great seats because you're right behind home plate. And we had access to a, um, to a, uh, uh, like a lounge that had the Jim Beam lounge. The Jim Beam lounge which had free soda and drinks. We actually said we were part of a party and we weren't. That's true. And they gave John free beer. Yeah. Um, they actually had to give me a beer to make it look like I was drinking. Side note about this also. Yeah. But also, yeah, the yelling at the players from that high up, like they can't hear you. Like, here's These the thing. General. At a basketball game, you can hear that. You can hear it at a concert too. Yeah. Yeah. I hear it every night. Yeah, simple we hear, man. We have some good stories <laughs> um, that we can share. I hear Simple Man all the time. But no, so. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we almost had Dustin. Oh, by the way, uh, Paul's missing today. Uh, if you, no, one, no one could do the podcast with us because uh, we are idiots and we decided to do this thing at like the last minute all the time. So um, I texted Dustin from Starset. Eh. Didn't come on. Uh, he was at the grocery store and was perfectly willing to come on. We should we should have got him to come in at the grocery store, actually. For sure. Um, Danny Warshnot from Asking Alexandria couldn't do it. Chris Porter uh, had to go catch a plane. Brad Williams was about to record a podcast. Couldn't do it. Listen, guys, I texted everybody, and Paul is traveling right now, so can't do it. So this us two goons is all you get today. You don't get a real person who's trying to, to defuse us two idiots. Right. Um. Anyway, uh, back to the game. We go in. John's like, all right, we got to get dogs. And I'm like, you got to get a dog. So our plan was, right, we were going to go to the game, go watch like six, seven innings, and then go to New Surrette, which is the Salt Bay, Salt Bay restaurant. So go in, get a dog, eat it, delicious. Uh, John gets a- Popcorn too. Uh, gets popcorn as well. Eat that, watch five, six innings, get up, we're on our way out. John gets back in line at the hot dog stand. So I'm like, okay, we're not going to Nusaret Salpe. And I'm like, yo, I don't if we're going, I like very sternly, if we're going to Salpe, do not give me another hot dog. These are foot long hot dogs, by the way. Yeah, they're bigger than that. Like I think they're 14 inches. Best hogs in the stadium. Best hogs in the stadium by far. The only hogs in the stadium, I think. Really? At least maybe. (laughs) And so uh, John comes back with two more 14 Fresh. inch. They're warm. They were hot 14 inch hot dogs. So you got to eat it. <laughs> They're the Lex Impalers of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were the Lexington Steels of, uh, of hot dogs, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. And so we get this, and I'm like, assuming we're not going to go to Sopay now because I just ate two foot long hot dogs and some popcorn. Get in the cab to go back. John's like, Oh, yeah, whatever the street's on, like 53rd and 6th or whatever. I'm like, okay, that's where Salpe is. So we, anyway, we go to Salpe and they said we had to be, uh, we had to have our vaccination cards. I did not have my vaccination card. John actually had a photo of his. Um, of a guy I took on the street. Yeah, I yeah he just took there. a photo of someone else's. Yeah. I didn't check our IDs. Yeah. Um, and then we go sit down to Salpe and like have the, the toughest time ordering. So one thing we always order is the meat sushi. Amazing. Yes. And then we were trying to figure out what to order. And like at Salpe, here's what they do try to do. Because it's, listen, it, I'll tell you this. A lot of people go there. It's like, oh, it's so expensive. I'm going to tell you why. As a cook and as a person, as a fine purveyor of meats, insert any joke you want there. Um, <laughs> as a fine purveyor of, of fine meats in the world, um, 
all the meat they use is Wagyu beef. It's not necessarily Japanese A5, but it's some sort of Wagyu, right? So it's a very high marbling score. So it's not like you're not getting a, he's not cooking you a, a, uh, a USDA prime steak. Right. It's the, better the steak than that. isn't coming with a loaf of wheat bread and a blueberry onion, folks. <laughs> yeah, this isn't an outback steak. Right. Um, the steak itself, the raw material costs a lot of money, which is why. And also, it's a, it's a family-style restaurant. You go in and you yes. share stuff, and like we always did. So we ended up ordering um, uh, the Ottoman steak. Yep. Amazing. Is that what we got? No. The, no. The we got the Soshlik. Soshlik. Which is like a skewer that has like onions and scallions and, and whatever these, like, your mouth. these Greek spices they use that yes. are phenomenal. It's honestly probably just cavenders. Uh, but it tastes really good on that. So then we um we get the the Nusret special, special. which is um, a big thing of filet that comes out undercooked. They kind of sear it on the outside and they bring out this hot, like crazy hot plate and they put it on there and it kind of cooks. And then they pour, and I'm not joking, a vat of butter yes. over the whole thing to finish cooking. With it. crustini bread. With like a, a, a French, a, a baguette uh, kind of bread. Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, a, like a French bread that they dip in the butter. Right. It is the most decadent meal you could probably ever eat. Built into your mouth. It is really good. If that was my last supper, it was well worth it. So, anyway, we're at the Yankees game, and uh, we ate two 18-inch uh, hot dogs and um, popcorn, and yeah. then we went to Salt Bay and had a $400 meal at Salt Bay. Get in my belly! Well, the other thing, too, and it's like, it's one of those things we're not going to do every day. I mean, we've done that before, uh, but... We've gone twice in yeah, one day to Salt Bay. We've gone three times in less than 18 hours. We, yes, we did three times in, yeah, in a, in a yeah, two-day dinner, span. lunch, dinner. Yeah. Uh, but you go there... Every time I've been there, I come. We come back with a story or an inside joke, or it just adds to the mystique of it. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's just something always about that place. I, you know, it, even it's better when he's there, obviously, because he adds that level of intrigue and he might steal your woman. Uh, <laughs> but very much might steal uh, your woman. It is a really cool uh, place. I we like were it. we were in there one time. It was the day that we we ate there three times in eighteen hours. And by the way, that's not a joke nor an exaggeration. No, um, we went in. And we had dinner with Barry that night, and then you and I went and had a lunch. So at lunch, there's these two la- a lot of there's a lot of foreign people in there because uh, he's Turkish, and I think that they like it, I think I don't know maybe they have like their own magazine or something. Foreign people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they got like a they probably got like an email blast where they're like, hey, this yeah. restaurant's good. Or like from a highlight subscription. There's definitely times where we were the only American folk in For this sure. restaurant. So these two uh, beautiful young ladies come in at lunch one day, uh, obviously from another country, but not his because he was trying to speak English to him. And by right. the way, he's not great at it. No, it's... he speaks enough to to get the job done. Yeah. And, and what you're about to learn. So we go in. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? Did you, you speak American too? Did you say horsey? <laughs> I'm not sure what you, that's what he's talking. That's what he wants the girls right. to do. Horsey. Horsey. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now entering the rink. Uh, so we horsey. go to lunch and there's these two girls there and he like brings them out like a steak, like in the shape of a heart. Oh. And he's like chatting them up, chatting them up, chatting them up. They're like loving it. And blah, blah. I don't think they even ordered that $400 steak. Either. I don't think, I think it was he on the house. He made them pay for it too, which is baller. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it was on the house, but your joke was way better than mine. Uh, so uh, they 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 end up, you know, talking for a while. We leave. We get a burger. By the way, oh, top five burger just, too. 
let's talk about that for a second. The burger. So what they do, um, I, I've, I've realized is they take all the tree, you know, he gets huge chunks of this, this Wagyu meat, like a huge rib loin. Right. So, uh, when you get something like that, when you cut it in a steak, you have a lot of excess that is still very edible. You're just cutting off parts that wouldn't be on a normal steak. So he, they make the burgers out of this like dry aged Wagyu beef and they just grind that up and that's the burger. So they take a, it's like a quarter pound, half pound burger. It's big. It's a thick burger. I'm more of a smash burger type guy. It's, it's a thick patty burger and they cook it. And then they do caramelized onions and they oh. put the caramelized onions on. Then they put the cheese on top of that. Then they put the bun on and they grill the bun and then they cut it open and open face, put it face down on the grill. Top five burger. Yeah. The fries are good. They fries get are fresh good. head cut. A little, 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 little salt, salt there. On uh, it's a listen. It's a $30 burger meal all day long. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but you get like fries and a drink. It's like 30 bucks, which seems like a lot, but I'm telling you, uh, treat yourself. Uh, it is worth it. So, so those places too, where it's like you say you went there, they oh, I want to go there at least once. So everyone's going to go there at least once. You got to go there yes. at least once. And um, so later on that night, uh, after he's entertaining these girls, he tells them something and blah, blah, blah. So we're, me and John went back there for dinner. So we did dinner, lunch, dinner again. And we were, it's close to closing time. They're not letting anybody else in, else in the restaurant at this point. And these same <laughs> two ladies come in at the bar at the bar and they're just hanging out and they're just waiting for old boy to get what off. What if he brought us a heart shaped steak? Would you be worried? I actually do have a video of him feeding me steak. Yes. And we will put that in here. Ladies and gentlemen. There is a that, that was a video of uh, of um, Mr. Nusaret Goche uh, feeding me steak, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and listen, was I did I have an erection? Maybe not. Was I was I? But it was heavy. We know he did. Yeah, because <laughs> you can tell right. in the video. Um, uh, did I have it? I don't know, but it, it was heavy. It was heavier than it should have been. And I'm talking about my wiener, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, listen, this, he's a handsome man. He is. He's he. he it's crazy. He's well he in actually, shape. If you follow him on Instagram, all he does all is post workout videos. And cutting up meat, dude. Come on, bro. What else do you need? You don't need anything else. Um, I don't know if you need anything else in life, honestly. Um, so, um, Norm McDonald died um, a couple days ago, <laughs> and Norm McDonald has always been. I know you wanted to bring this up too. Yeah. Um, Norm has always been a guy that's like secretly like one of my favorite comedians like a comedian's comedian yeah when i posted about it on instagram i talked about the fact that like he was every single one of my favorite comedians would say like that that was one of their that norm was one of their favorite yeah. comedians which is crazy witty like the tributes that came in from jim carrey to dennis miller to conan o'brien to chevy chase to, like these Eddie Murphy, like the stuff they said, like his writing and wit was unparalleled. I mean, he's the best to me. Storyteller. Just best awesome. storyteller. And, and, you know, he would take these stories that weren't his. He'd take like old timey, like make 1940s radio stories right. and make them up and add it, but say them as they're his life. Yes. And there's something to that. These punchlines, even in my bunk last night, I'm like listening to like he, the, the roast of, uh, who, who was the, who was the roast of, so the roast of somebody. And, um, 
I remember was it Chatner or Chevy Chase? I don't know. I can I can look at my yep. YouTube my YouTube recents, but I was watching it, and he was saying jokes that were funny. You have to have well, you have to have a certain. You got to be or me or we, you, right? You got to be somebody with a certain Bob Saget. Yes, the roast of Bob Saget. It was all nice, friendly jokes. Like, hey man, you're a really good guy. Yeah, like, and it was just like, man, like, what a clever like. There's something about that to, you know, when a roast is normally just to go up and be as brutal as you can be, but to say like almost like popsicle stick, yeah. little kid jokes. Right. And you, and what's funny is you, he, I was listening to my bunk and I was so tired. My eyes were closed and it was on YouTube and I had my headphones in. I could hear the audience not laughing, but you could hear Every comedian yes. losing their yes. minds. And there's something about that, man, to have a guy like that. Like if you watch, go back and watch any Norm MacDonald late night. Oh, we get up to say live, dude. That's some of the best writing. Oh best. my God. Dude, the, 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 and the simplest jokes, right? Jokes don't have to be complex, right? They can be just the joke and the punchline. And I remember I saw that better than Ezra posted, uh, when he died, he did a weekend update about better than Ezra. He's like, number one on the charts this week is, uh, better than Ezra. He's like, and coming in second on the charts this week, Ezra, that's a fucking great joke. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like that is, that is such a good joke. I love that band. And it, when you have something like that, you know, to me, and then like, if you look up, listen, if you're watching this, look up, uh, Conan O'Brien, uh, Norm Macdonald moth. And yes. he tells this, there's no bullshit. I think it's like a six minute joke. Oh, easy. It goes to commercial break. And then he gets to <laughs> quite possibly the dumbest, funniest punchline of all time. Like truly amazing. Um, so we're going to miss Norm Macdonald. Um, it's, it's you know. I think it's important to touch on, like we talked about when Chadwick Boseman died, somebody that hid their illness and just did live their life out the way they just wanted the to. Just the bravery of that, but man. It's, it's super courageous to do that. Yeah. I, have, you just, you don't want your legs to be you sick and die. It's like you're going to go out without telling anyone. I mean, just that, because I feel like when you're sick, like, I don't know, some people want sympathy, right? Some people want that. They want that that feeling of longing for people right. that, you know, and like to just hide it from everyone. And then you just go, right. Like that's insanity to me. Norm is the type of guy that probably recorded like a one last act. Always wanted to ask you. Is yeah. going to release it. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, like, that's what you said yesterday. And I kind of thought about that. And like, uh, you know, for me, you know, I, I, the joke that came out that everyone started posting the video of is when he's talking about cancer, which he ended up taking his life. And I don't know when he started writing this joke, if it was after his diagnosis, I think it might've been before even, but he goes, he says, you know, he goes, it was like, you know, when you die and you have cancer, he's like, I, I'm pretty sure the cancer dies with you. And he goes, that, you know, that's not a loss. That's a draw. Right. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, right. to, to you know, you know, call it foreshadowing, call it whatever, but like to write that joke and then that's how you go right. out. Like, it'd be you know. cool. It'd be obviously not that cool, but if he, that's his way, how he came to terms, like, Hey, if I'm going to die with this thing, I'm going to kill this thing with it too. It, yeah. It you know, it's, super, it's so cool man, yeah. to have that. And, um, we're going to miss Norm, man. Norm was a great, uh, he has, there's a Netflix show called Norm McDonald has a show, which is fantastic. If you've great. never watched it. Yep. Um, we are going to bring in a guest right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are about to cross pollinate shine down podcasts. Is Josh and coming right now? Josh is coming in the chat right now. He's got to, he's got to, you know, he's got to do the thing where he like, 
where he like does like his, his he got to turn his video on. See their their podcast, they have all this fancy. They've right. got they're always drinking they've got whiskey. a Kaika. They've got seventeen cameras around. Right. They got He's probably good. putting on his Alice Trebek mask or like a yeah. Are you, hey, you going to turn on your camera, Josh? That's okay. So I am not at the studio. I'm in my wife's closet. Are you dry cleaning <laughs> I thought, right listen, now? I think Josh that, is at the local dry cleaners. I think. <laughs> are you working your day job right now, dude? Uh, two minutes. Yeah. Two minutes. Oh yeah, I got fourteen fifty-seven out here. He needs his slacks. <laughs> Dude, that blouse would look killer on you, though. I gotta say, no Lord. ticket, no laundry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that'd be you great. Can, you can see as like the you know it's the trends. My wife and then trends towards my suits behind. Yeah, yeah I does like that, that. walk-in closet have a kitchen too? That looks massive. <laughs> yeah, it is the I biggest room in our in LA. house. How do you have a big closet? <laughs> when it's we the found biggest this place. room in our house. <laughs> <laughs> my poor daughter has to live in a shoebox, but we got a big closet. So there Hell you go. Yeah. We, um, we're, we're cross pollinating podcasts for the first time ever. I know this is, this great. is like a DC Marvel crossover, dude. This is like this, like, <laughs> right. I'm maybe clearly Star DC. Wars, maybe Star yeah. Wars, Star Trek. <laughs> I don't think so. You guys are definitely Marvel. You guys, <laughs> you guys got the crazy, nice studio and all this. We do that. Look, you say we're darker. We're like the Gotham city of we're, podcasts. We're the Gotham city of podcasting. Right. Honestly, like both of us feel a little guilty having you on this. Cause we just, we talk shit and you're like the, you guys are like the most positive team of people. And literally uh, I write notes all week of just things that I hate. And that's kind of what we talk about. Right. But you're positive. You're positive. You hate them. I'm though. positive that I yes. hate them. Though, you know, um, we brought you on today because yeah. uh, you have, you have, you guys have launched a Kickstarter for mm-hmm. um, quite possibly. And I'm not just saying this because you're on the, I, I, when I played this game, I, I went back, I have a friend group at home and we yeah. play games on weekends. Yeah. I'm like, I got it. We have to make this game ourselves because it's not out. Uh-huh. And now, there's a chance that it's going to be out. Futility, the real game of living, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. is it could possibly out. Tell us. Here's something I'd never asked you while I was there with you playing the game. Yeah. How did it come about? Well, so when we were first launching Good People Association, and you guys can check it out, youtube.com slash C slash the Good People Association. Uh, the, we were like talking about what we were going to do on our big first like stream you know membership stream whatever the like the first thing that we shot in the studio and everybody was like we should play a game we should play a game uh and i was like why don't we just create our own board game and ken was like what would it look like and i was like i don't know like the game of life but funny and he was like so wait we're like role playing as other people i was like no 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 we're ourselves but we're just given like real life situations where it's instead of being like oh you got divorced and you own a car now it's just like oh shit it's like oh my in-laws are here and my (laughs) mother-in-law takes 30 minute shits right like it's something like that so (laughs) the actual game of what what happens in your real life correct correct and so i started saying like all right well what's what's frustrating about life right every time you go somewhere you get sent back another direction or every time you think you're making progress it's like nope you hit road construction you're late for a meeting the for some reason they've coned off the entire freeway and nobody knows why right uh all those like basic things and then adding in like all of those funny real life so the real life situations where like okay my best friend from high school now works at amway and i'm in a pyramid scheme shit i didn't see that coming it's like i took yoga one time and now i have a full year yoga membership for no reason other than the instructor was very hot like that's it 
I, so, I will say this. I will say that when I was playing it, some of the situations that came up in the game, you get real life like PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like you're like playing uh-huh. it and you're like, oh man, like I I feel anxiety right you now. Like, yeah. door, That's a, the best part of it though. It's, it's a guy from Cutco but wrapping your door to sell you knives for four hours. Dude, 100%. Like, Son of a bitch. Yeah. And the fact and that like the fact that like he like made the game up and like we're playing it and there's like homemade cards and like all these things that like yeah. it did. It was so good. So the fact that when when you guys told me that you were doing this, I was like, we gotta be in on this. Like we gotta yeah. help. So yeah. I'm I'm so excited that it's coming out and like I mean so where is it at right now? Do you know? And it's just so, launched. We're 48 hours in. 48 hours, hours in. We have uh, 80. We have 119 backers. We're 8,500 bucks to our. Th- no, sorry, just boom, hit it. Nine. We're 123 backers. Uh, $9,100 towards a $30,000 goal. But if you hit um, the, uh, if you hit the. Um, you know, we have stretch goals, uh, which is super fun. Uh, so like, you know, if we hit the stretch goal, so if we hit $30,000, you get the, we're getting the game. We're going to make, we're going to manufacture 500 games. Okay. okay. Um, and then, cause that was like our minimum buy at the yeah. manufacturer. And then if we hit the stretch goals, we're going to do, um, you know, card extension packs. So like futility nights, AKA the R rated cards, uh, you know, teen angst, high school cards, college days, historical moment cards, and those packs will come. And then if we hit all the way to 75 K, which is, is the goal, you're going to be able to make your own personalized, what they call meeples in a game. So you can make a Zach one, you can make, you know, all that kind of stuff. Damn. Well, I will tell you this. Uh, you have, um, you for sure have an extra $500 here because John found out that your likeness could be on the game. That's and the he one. is for sure backing this, as he <laughs> said yesterday in the dressing room. I like the, one, the other parts you have too. Uh, Josh will do your dry cleaning for one third year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, guys, for 75 bucks, up. 75 bucks, you get five garments a month, ladies and gentlemen. You can yeah. pop right in and get two, your... two cupboard buns and a couple of cocktail dresses. You're Which is great. Um, so, this is the first. I mean, I got pre-wrapped bow ties here, guys. What do you need? What do you need? My wife works at a... My wife Josh. worked at a fashion label and they did like crossovers with men's brands and she would come on with just like piles of ties. I'm like, this is the greatest day of my life. Especially since Josh is the, one of the snazziest dressers you'll ever see. Yes. This guy has That's a right. suit jacket for every every occasion. I, I have do. a question for Josh because I've never really yeah. talked to you and you. I know you host the Positivity Report. Yeah. Uh, but when days when you're not... If you, say you wake up having a bad day or you don't feel in the mood, you still have to be positive for people for the program. But sure, how do you find that positivity if you actually are having a bad day? I mean, you know, uh, it's a solid question. I think that I, I have the real ability to compartmentalize my life. And if I'm having a bad one, I don't want anybody else to know that. And I don't want to bring my badness anywhere. So like I say, at the end of every show, you choose positivity every day. It's an act of choice. So like, if I'm really not feeling great on my way into the office and Zach knows this, I will put on Kenny Loggins or I will put on a yacht rock jam that really gets me in the mood. And for the next couple hours, I feel really good about myself. Now, does do the negative thoughts creep in? It happens, but you know. Yeah. This man is the yacht rock kid. I put it this way: I've never heard the Who phrase is your top yacht five rock. Rock, rock yacht rock bands for you, Josh. Top five. So, if we're talking artists and bands together, yeah. So you're gonna. Uh, I mean, top of the rock is obviously Christopher Cross. Um, oh damn! You know, ride like the Jeez. wind. In uh, sailing, are two sailing. of the greatest yacht yes. rock songs. Love the InSync cover of that too. By the way, oh, it's, it's really amazing. good. 
Yeah. Amazing. Uh, then you've got, then you, then your next, I don't want to say tear down, but it, in there is Michael McDonald, Ambrosia, Kenny oh, Loggins. Okay? Ambrosia. Yeah. Ambrosia is, is lights out. And then you've got your, you've got your hollow notes, uh, also in that next tier, like if, you know, and then you've got your one hit wonders down below. You've got your, um, and you would, I, I would also put Steely Dan obviously up there. Yeah, uh, I would say Steely in, Dan would be in like the B category because a lot 100%. of the, a lot of their stuff can be a little bit weird for yacht rock. Sure, but then they slide them in. Yeah, I know. I mean, you Hey Nineteen and Peg are are great songs, and these are those are great uh, yacht rock classics. Then you got your one hit wonders like Pablo Cruz. Uh, you got your like uh, Robbie Dupree. Um, you know some of the uh, Birdie Higgins. Some of these guys Ooh. that like <laughs> Birdie Higgins, dude. Check out the song Birdie Higgins Key Largo. I'm not saying listen to the song. I'm telling you to watch the music video. It is unbelievable. I love, I love that you always talk about. He's music also videos. the delivery guy at the uh, Cleveland Express. <laughs> yeah, he's also, yeah, he's actually he the is. delivery guy, Josh. Josh's, uh, Josh's laundry yeah. service that he's running right there behind him. Um, <laughs> th so that's the thing is like, we always, every time with Josh, like he talks about Yara, I've never heard someone talk about Yara Rock as much as Josh. Like, that's like mm -hmm. actually like what he listens to in his car. Like yep. that's like, and I told him this yesterday cause uh, Eric and I went on GPA, but it's probably, I will say this and I don't, it has to equate to his mood because like, yeah. if you listen to that all the time, Dude, I have a feeling your bad moods, A, instantly get cut in half. Yeah. And B, it, it B, whatever, like you said, like like me, like I, you know, I'm out here, like I have kids now, so I miss my kids a lot. So like that's yeah. the hardest part of being on the road for me. Totally. Um, it, I would find it, that very hard. I, I only have a six month old, so I'm very oh, new to this dad thing. But it, I mean, if I, you know, because I, I used to travel a ton for work, obviously, before COVID. I mean, I was living in New York and I'd be on the road a lot. And now that yeah. I have a baby, if I can find the work here in California, I'm staying here. I mean, it's I'll tell you this. It's we had two days off. If I have more than one day off, I'm going home. Yeah. Like we have two days off. We had two days off in a row. I just flew home. I got to see soccer practice. It's awesome. You know, it's it's for me. It is, you know, I everything, man. You know what, man? I'll tell us. I'll, you know what? I'll be real. I'll tell a story on here. I. In, the, in May of this year, I thought about leaving what I do for a living. Wow. And I, I, dude, my wife doesn't even know this. Um, I, well, she knows that part, but I, uh, I, I did some therapy sessions, um, through very Skype important. and, uh, very important. And I was never that guy that thought I needed it. And then when I did it, I really enjoyed it. And, um, I thought that I, I thought my love for what I do um, was waning. This is like, this is like, there is no ambiguity behind this and is scaring that. Like it, we just, we fuck around on this podcast and now I'm like being way too real and right. I'm a Do little it. worried about it. I start crying. Um, you start crying. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, actually John has a theory after I talk about this, which will bring me out of this weird yeah. place that I'm about to go to. Um, so go I, um, I started going to therapy and I thought my love for what I do was waning. And I, I, you, you can ask Brent Smith this. I mean, you'll never, most people wouldn't have the chance to, cause they're not that close to Brent Smith, but Josh or you could, or, or John could. But in May of this year, we we're on tour with Smith and Myers. We did, we we're doing the last show and me and Brent sat down and have a conversation. And I can guarantee you, if you really asked him heart to heart, he thought that that conversation was going to be me saying I was leaving the band. Wow. And because, but there's nothing wrong with it within the band. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like we still totally. get along. This is a we, work, we work out every day together. Like we still mm -hmm. laugh. We still ride the same bus. We could all have our own buses right now. We could all have our own dressing rooms. We don't. Sure. And so in those therapy sessions, I thought my love for what I 
dew was going away. And after about five, six times, you know, I, she was like, listen, she goes, you know, your love for what you, she goes, I have good news. She goes, your love for what you do is still there. She's like, but you're, you miss your kids here. Totally. She's like, and, and that's okay. And just her saying like, that's okay. was just like, it's so weird, man. Like I always felt like I was a person who like would talk to all my friends and like, that was my therapy, right? Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't hide anything. I didn't veil anything. And then when I did it, I was like, man, so I'll tell you this, man, like when you have to be away from your kids, it's, it's enough to put you in therapy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Like to yeah. where you're like, you know, I don't, you know, I always tell people like it's fatherhood shine down. There's mm -hmm. nothing here in right. this space, zero things, mm -hmm. you, know, you know, be a husband, fatherhood, shine down. And, and th I, that's okay. I've realized that's okay because I love what I do. And once we got back out here, I realized how much I love what I do, you know? And you know what, dude, like my dad, most of like the beginning part of my life up until, cause your kids are what, like five and six, five and three. Five and three. Okay. I don't have that close Irish twins, bro. Yeah. Five and six. Come on. <laughs> My dad is actually an Irish twin, but he's one of eight kids. So oh, that'll never happen. Yeah. You know? They're all Irish twins, dude. Yeah. Yeah. My grandma. Eight, seven, five, three, two. <laughs> yeah. and had a 18 litter. months, dude. My, I, my grandma, my grandma Rose, who my daughter is named after, was either pregnant or breastfeeding for 16 years. Yeah, dude. Barefoot and pregnant. Jeez. The then whole time. Our friend Ben from Asking Alexandria, that's what he does to his wife, dude. She's <laughs> there. They're having so, they have so many kids. Dude, it's crazy. Oh, man. It's insane. I mean, I've got one and I'm like, I don't know how people have two. And so. Oh, dude, two is uh, a different game. Yeah, two is a different game. My brother's got four. I mean, you know, it's going to his house with the four kids. It's just pandemonium at all times. And there's nothing. Anyway, um, I, I when you do therapy and you learn, it's like, you, you learned a new love, right? It's not like you're taking anything away. And for you as a dad, like for my dad, right? He was on the road most of my like early life. Like he stopped as a traveling salesman basically when I was about 12, 11, 12 okay. years old, okay? And so for the rest of my life, he was in Pittsburgh. But those times when we, when we were younger, like my dad would miss a lot of stuff. Did that make him a bad dad? No, because he was very, like when he was there, he was very present. He was not like an absentee father. We knew, and my mom stressed to us, like your dad is traveling to support this family. When we're all together, we're a very happy family. Cause like for a long, for almost three years, my dad was on and off living in Japan in the eighties, which meant like- Wow, you could talk only, to him. Correct, like we rarely talked to him. And, um, no, but MySpace he, it, back then. no, MySpace. Yeah. yeah. When he would come back to Pittsburgh, he would put on as much weight as humanly possible. Because when he got back to Japan, my dad did not like Japanese food. It wasn't like it is now where there's more American stuff. This is back in the day when he was living in Tokyo, taking the bullet train to, to Toyota town back and forth. And they would, they had a, there was a McDonald's supposedly that he would go to once a month <laughs> because they could like find it. So, I mean, he, you know, but like, Later in life, when you when you're forming memories, your kids are going to know that you're there. And that's but your my, love for them is. Yeah, my wife always that that's kind of like you know, I, you know, I, my joke is that I I quit this I quit this industry every day off because <laughs> when I'm in a hotel room by myself, yeah, you know, I call my wife and I'm like I miss my kids, you know, and all this stuff, and I say it to be I, I you know I say everything to be funny because that's kind of how I hide yeah. how I really feel. Of course, but, yeah. you know, my wife is always like. She's like, I don't think you understand that like when you're home, like what you said about your dad, right? She's like, when yeah. you're home, you're home. Yeah. You don't got to go to the office. You don't have to do it. Like, so she's like, right. honestly, I think you get more time with your kids totally. than like a nine to five dad. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, but they get to put their kids to bed every night. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like oh. I don't, you know? So it's like, it's, it's a weird trade off, but I think she's right. You know, it's like when I am home, like I, dad's there, there's not, I don't right. gotta do nothing. I got to talk to Brent Smith on the phone for seven hours a day usually. <laughs> right. uh, but other than that, you know, he knows that my kids are around by the way. Um, you know, like most adults will be like, Oh yeah. Kids are around. Don't cuss. That's not yeah. Brent Smith. All right. Brent yeah. Smith is uh, the, yeah, that's uh, that's just he just does it. And he's like, oh, I try. We'll always go. Sorry, Ollie. <laughs> yeah, you know, I try Chris, very hard. She's only six months, but I try very hard not to swear. Yeah, but when you do the show, you don't you don't cuss. Right, I've never heard no. you guys swear out there. Hmm. No, we funkin'. don't swear much. He said funkin' about five times yesterday. That's what. Yeah, I say funkin'. That's, so yeah. the other thing too with Josh, your your quest to be the host of Jeopardy. <laughs> yes. Uh, he's took gonna a regret. Rope. He's gonna regret coming on this show right now. <laughs> uh, Here's the thing. I know what he's about to say because I know how twisted his mind is. <laughs> So, so last night, Eric said, "Oh, I'll talk I'm to so him." I'm so oh, nervous, really? right? And now. I'm just like, I'm like, I, I'm like, I, every time I see Josh on his program, like, I don't know how I could be myself in front of him unless I played <laughs> another character of me. So I'm just going to ask this question, Josh, and uh, you want to be the host of Jeopardy so bad? Is there any truth to these news reports I heard that you potentially put a hit out on Alex? <laughs> I knew something <laughs> terrible was coming. See, I, we've been doing this. We're 25 episodes in now, Josh. I yeah. don't answer that if it's going to be incriminating, it's, by the way. It, <laughs> I, uh, I, I love Alex Trebek, by the way. He's the best. The and best. it's it. He, there's nobody that's going to fill the shoes, right? Like there is. No, it, not. He did it too long. Even I mean, they tried to replace him with a racist. Yeah. Even, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Wasn't a good look. No, even, look. even if he was a terrible host, he had done it so long, you can't feel those shoes. You know what I mean? Like, and no, he was, no, he was the best. He was the best game show. Him and Bob Barker are the two. Pat Sajak's up there too. Though. Oh, the Pat Sajak, yeah. Pat Sajak too has got the easiest job in all of hosting because they like they pre-feed him with terrible one-liners right. and he's so cheesy that everybody in America just loves him, right? Yeah, but um, you can tell if it, like if you're like one of us who like does things like this for a living, you can tell he's reading everything. You can tell it's not coming 100%. up. Like, what would happen on Jeopardy were real moments uh, hey, if they happen. He you also know? had Vanna White. He has Vanna White, but imagine if Alex Trebek had like a muscle-bound dude who was like oiled <laughs> up and he was the one touching the screens. Yeah. He's got ninety-two-year-old. Johnny Gilbert as the announcer, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Which he's, is, he's, I mean, come on, the fact coats. that they've had the same announcer. Right? Yeah. Like, thank you, that, Johnny. Yeah. That, yeah. Like that's the best. That was the, like, I remember that. Like I remember, and I was never like, I was never the guy that like watched Jeopardy to play along, but I remember okay. always watching Jeopardy because I loved the, the shorthand between Alex and the guests and Alex and Johnny. Like, yeah. It's always yeah. cool witty to see. Too. Like Alex is so oh my like, God, he was so just, good, so witty. Little digs here um, and there too. <laughs> yeah, he the, would like uh, he would take this most like the, the most adult like conscious like digs at people. It just <laughs> so we are in a closet. Oh no, I'm like oh, no. knocking shit out. Oh, there you go. Um, there we go. So I had uh, Gene Trebek on the show. His wife. Say, we heard this last wife. night. We heard the Jared told us this last night. She sent me five of Alex's ties. So I've got five oh, of Alex Trebek's God. ties, which Dude, is pretty cool. I just got chills. All yeah. over my body when you um, said that. So I sent one to my dad because uh, you know, like we always watch Jeopardy together, and uh, I'm gonna put, probably put one in a shadow box because I've got a note from Gene that was like, "Here's some of Alex's ties. Thanks for having us on the show. He probably would have wanted you to have them," um, which is awesome. What um, the? F yeah. 
I didn't and cuss because Josh is on the show. I need, I need Pat Ajax's wig. <laughs> <laughs> His like, wig is, it's a rutabaga. That thing is dude, like, thing, the, the they sprout. haven't updated that thing. No. Good Lord. Dude, that thing's like America Online, bro. They have not updated that thing at all. Like, it's ridiculous. So, I, I, I don't know if you know this story, Zach, but uh, I, so... I went to a taping of Jeopardy when Alex was still host. This was when I'd first started the campaign, right? I had the buttons, everything. I still have them. Um, and uh, so I went to a taping of Jeopardy. My friend worked at Sony and she got me like the producer seats, which are front row, you know? And so um, Johnny Gilbert, Johnny Gilbert doesn't show up for every episode. I, I'm, I'm sure you guys know that. He's 92 years old. So yeah, he yeah. pre-records his intros and they still say, thank you, Johnny. Yeah. But at this, in, at this episode, because it was the team tournament final, Johnny was there. Oh, wow. So, it's cool to see him do his thing. Like when the daily double goes off, you see Johnny look in the crowd like, all right, let's go. Like he's so excited. <laughs> he's He still wears those, like uh, those satin jackets every episode. They Dude. say Jeopardy on them. Um, the best. So, uh, you know, I'm, I have the buttons on and there's a, the guy, Jimmy McGuire's his name. He's in the clue crew. Awesome guy. He's walking around with a Steelers lanyard with his, you know, Sony credentials on. And I was like, dude, are you a Steeler fan? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, are you from Pittsburgh? Cause you meet a lot of people out here that are Steeler fans, but they're not from Pittsburgh. And he's like, yeah, I'm from Squirrel Hill. I was like, dude, grew up in Oakland, like neighboring towns, whatever. Steelers, and and Co Steelers Cowboys and Raiders fans are everywhere. Everywhere. They have Steelers. no location. None, none. Very inbred. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, we stick to our people. Nobody leaves Pittsburgh. Nobody leaves. <laughs> I'm the only you, one that you got out. You and Barry Bonds. That's it. <laughs> He got out a different way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. But, uh, but so um, he's like, and so then we're talking, we're talking about Steelers and he looks at my button and he's like, what is that? And I was like, oh, I'm campaigning to be the next host of Jeopardy. He's like, how many of those buttons do you have? I was like, a bunch. He's like, give them all to me. So he takes them, gives them to all the writers, the producers, the executive producer, wow. gives them to Alex, right? So middle of the show, uh, you know, in the commercial breaks, because it's shot live to tape. Um, Alex is like, uh, you know, I, when I told people I was probably going to retire in a couple of years, everybody keeps asking me who's going to fill my shoes, who's going to be the next host of Jeopardy. And there's a guy in the audience today who really wants my job. Uh, could he stand up? And my wife grabbed my leg. She's like, it's not you. And I was like, pretty sure it's me. I was like, pretty yeah, sure it's me. Well, no one else made buttons. I can Nobody tell you else that. made buttons. So I stand up. He's like, look at this button. Isn't this great? And like, everybody's clapping. And he starts, he interviews me. Do you have any broadcast experience? I kind of rattle off a quick resume. And he's like, all right, well, good luck to you then. And everybody's just like, yeah, let's go. Like, we're so excited. Right. And the parents of the team tournament, like we're walking out of the hallway because the, the, uh, you know, audience is ushered out of one way and then the producer seats are ushered out of another way. And so all those parents are ushered out and like it's sort of backstage and the mom grabs me. She's like, oh boy, I hope you're the next host. You seem like such a lovely young man. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, that's Thank great. You know, like, we gotta, so, you know what? We gotta work on this. Go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. Well, so today they announced that for the rest of the season, Miami Bialik and Ken Jennings are going to host the show. Oh God. Blossom? They better, Blossom. Test, they better test Ken Jerry for steroids for his brain. <laughs> He's a smart dude. He's a smart he's dude. A, he's a doctor. Great hog. Great but, hog. He's a doctor. He also like, he got in trouble for some weird tweets. It wasn't, he didn't get canceled like the other dude did, but um, I don't know if they've announced anybody. I do have a friend of a friend who knows who's picking the next host, but they had such a tough time with Mike Richards and everything that. Um, That's the guy that hosted for like half an episode or whatever. Correct. Okay. Yeah, correct. He also that, produces Wheel of Fortune too, I think, right? Or he did? He's he's the executive producer on Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, it's a it's because they shoot on different days. 
Oh. You know, there's not much that you have to do on a well-oiled machine like that as far right. as executive producer. Yeah, yeah no, like yeah. Plug in and play. In terms of uh, fictional game show hosts, who do you... Like, growing up, I always loved Richard Dawson and Running Man. Yeah. Or Killian Dane. Are there, who's, who's a fictional game show host that you've always kind of admired? Fictional game show host? I mean, I, I guess you'd have to go Will Ferrell as Alex Trebek on Celebrity oh, Jeopardy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's not speaking. Of, and then we were just talking about Norm before you came oh, on. Talk man. about talk about a comedic dynamic duo of Turd Ferguson and Alex Trebek. <laughs> I mean, Sean Connery. So I mean, dude, I mean. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's, funny. it's a big yeah. hat. It's funny. funny. I, I, his, you know, that's the thing is like, I think, yeah, it's a fictional. I mean, Richard Dawson and Running Man was the best. I mean, that was yeah. amazing. But Richard Dawson was a real game show host. Right. In yeah. real life. And so. rarely do you find, like, rarely do uh, movies or anything do game shows. Yeah. Uh, without using the actual host. Right. Because Jeopardy has yeah. been part of pop culture forever. Uh, Wheel of Fortune, too. Uh, and they, you know, featured in TV shows, movies, whatever, you know, there's a, there's a sketch show on Netflix. I don't know if you guys ever watched it. It's called, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. Okay. Yeah. I know, I'm familiar with it. He it's, it might be the funniest sketch show since key and peel. I mean, it's yep. so, it's so absurd and they do a game show where Tim is hosting this thing and the game show makes zero sense. It's very good. Check That's it out. The sketches. Yeah, you Zach, you would love this yeah, show. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, I would I would highly enjoy it. We so I, I got to know somebody at Jeopardy, right? Sony Pictures. The joke TV? in our band. The joke in our band is that I know everybody. Okay, I got an or I know somebody who knows everybody. We got we got to get Josh the job at Jeopardy. And here, here's, here's the I thing. Appreciate it. I I enjoy the GPA, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give props to you right now that I that I tell you when you're not around. Okay. Um, the the dynamic between the three of you and when Mark Ellis comes on as well, but, but the so dynamic this is between Ken, the three, Riley, this, Eric, is, this is Josh, Ken, Mark yeah. Riley and Josh um, is so good. And so naturally, Genuine. yeah, it's just, but it's, there's a shorthand there, right? Yeah. That, that's my favorite thing about any, if anybody can have a shorthand with people, right. They, how they, yeah. how they do it's one, the, the good people association. If, if I, I know we probably have a good amount of crossover because Eric is sure. involved in GPA and yeah. then our fans, you know, if that's what it is now, so there, now there are They're a lot awesome. of fans of this that um, weren't shine down fans that just kind of came along to this show organically. Yeah. Um, but you guys show so good and um thanks man all you guys i i wish the best for because it's truly like i i told eric this i'm like before i'm like hey even when you're not on like i'll go on there like i like i enjoy it so Always much welcome, because yeah. it's so fun and also like the thing that like i wish i could steal it but i can't cuz i'm i wouldn't be as good <laughs> at it uh before we let you go yeah. Um, and we are going to put the QR code up here for uh, uh, futility. Um, and also yeah. we're going to put the futility, futility QR code on the screens, which we talked about yesterday on the GBA. I've heard. We yes. Got it confirmed. This is amazing. Yes. We got it confirmed. confirmed. I'm sending them to Carter. They're going to be up on the and screens. And we'll put the home address of anyone working for Jeopardy right now. So you better hire <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. We're going to so, protest the hell out of you. We're coming. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and we're also going to put it at the merch table so they can yes. scan it at the merch table. Oh, amazing. Um, but before we let you go, I need you uh, to pick a sponsor for this podcast right now out of something in this closet, <laughs> in your closet. In, in this closet. I need uh, you, this is my favorite part of the of Josh Rudy. <laughs> it's the fake. Ladies it's and gentlemen. The fake uh, advertising that he does. <laughs> that Sometimes I, I like literally there's been times I've texted Eric and is go, that a real product? Hey, are you guys really like, is, are they like sponsoring the podcast? <laughs> mm, okay. And, and it can be anything. 
Got it, got it. I'm looking at all my wife's products. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, today's episode is brought to you by Tweezers. <laughs> you ever just jammed a tweezer in your eyebrow trying to pluck it out because you're Italian, you got a unibrow? Use tweezers. Don't put it in your nose. You'll get an ingrown hair. Tweezers. I carry them. You carry them. Jam them in places. Tweezers. We all love them. See, I can't do that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Josh Makuga, uh, thank you for coming on our thank ridiculous you, podcast. Great to um, see you. And uh, thank you for talking about the game. Uh, we will get our crowd involved. We will get involved. Um, we This game thank needs you. to be a thing. Yeah, because, that's awesome. um, And listen, you. you're almost, you're basically a third of the way there right now. So Hell yeah. And then we got to hit these stretch goals. So we will keep talking about it on this podcast. Um, and we will run a video right here for the, the dry cleaning business you're doing. The dry cleaning business <laughs> that you're doing. <laughs> the body laundry dry cleaning business. Yeah, this is how he's going to pay for the podcast is all the dry cleaning he's doing right now. Uh, we'll, put, we'll put the video for the uh, the board game right here. Uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, please welcome Josh McCuga uh, to the seemingly unknown. Thank you, Josh, for coming. Thanks, the best Josh. Place. Thank See you, bro. Thanks See a lot. Ya. All right. Are you ready for the greatest game ever played? Of course you are. This is Futility, the actual game of living. It's dynamic, confusing, treacherous. Futility is the first board game to bring that feeling of living on a day-to-day -day basis to your game night with hilarious twists and turns. It's the right amount of real life to make you remember it's all futile, so we might as well enjoy the ride. Work your way around the board earning checks while trying to navigate actually living. You could land on a space and be invited into a sex cult a pyramid scheme, be the parrot to a 14-year-old social media influencer. You'll eventually make your way into the futility zone where destiny awaits. Or does it? Futility, the actual game of living, is not responsible for any emotional stress from contagious laughter. Ideas and jokes made in this game are completely for entertainment purposes and should not be used as small business ideas. If any of the jokes have offended anyone playing the game, please make sure to complain to our hotline. 1-800-NOBODY-ANSWERS-THIS-PHONE. Futility, the actual game of living, the greatest game you'll ever play, where the ultimate goal is just making the most out of futility. It's the next generation of fun in board games. What a, what a guy, awesome what a guy, guy. man. Just what awesome a cool guy. dude and just, you know, just the nicest dude ever. Um, and honestly, I mean that like... Great hog. Great hog. He probably does. He's Italian. He's probably got a good hog. Yeah. It's thick for sure. It's yeah, it's yeah, it's probably the diameter of like a. This is how we Gouda. don't. This is how we don't get guests. Is that they immediately we talk about their hogs? They we talk here. about their their wiener as soon as they leave. Um, so uh, it honestly, it really is a good game too, and I'm not just saying that. Like it's it's something that like. It's just a really like you said best. It's just a really cool podcast where there's you don't have to go there with any agenda. And, they're just they, everyone's they positive fun. and they're really funny. They're really like the, the I'm not joking about that. Like the dynamic of those guys it together. Would, it would be funny though. If yeah. we did a show on their network, but we're just the exact opposite, super negative. Like it's the negativity too hot, report. The rain's too wet. <laughs> Can we get a show? We need a show on the GPA. Yeah. Can you guys make that happen? Super negative. Um well, all right. One thing I want to talk about is uh is uh before we get into gripes and, and dreams and all that. Um so Bonnaroo got canceled last weekend and um, I was just looking at, at, uh, at their social media. They canceled it the day before it started. And then if anybody doesn't know what Bonnaroo is, it's this festival in Manchester, Tennessee. It used to be called the Ichiku Festival, which I played at, which Kent 
makes fun of me for all the time. And, and, and when he sends anything to my house, he puts Ichiku Festival and all this weird stuff. But um, truly uh, an, an amazing uh, festival if you've never been. But what they happened was they canceled it the day before. And yes. they one of the main reasons we know that they canceled it was because it was muddy and they couldn't get trucks in. The but, hurricane Ida went through, I believe. Yeah, yeah, but we also heard that they couldn't get enough staff to work it, which seems kind of a par for the course. But man, I looked at, dude, a shout out to whoever runs Bonnaroo social medias because that guy earned his keep over. Like, I. If was he you, giving it to him? What? Was he giving it back to him? No, people? no, no, no. Oh. But he had to deal with it. Oh. Um, I went to their Facebook and Instagram. That's, why do you do that? So Sorry. weird. I was like, uh, I went. I went to their Facebook and Instagram. It was so bad. I can't. It I was can't deal so with it. bad. Like people. And here's the thing, though. It wasn't. Listen. Everyone knows that the internet now is most people just bitching to bitch, right? Right. You know, just complaining. Keyboard warrior bullshit. Because they can. Because they can complain. Right. They have. They have, any, they have a place to complain now, so right. they can complain. Um, bitches. A lot of this was valid. You know, people flew in from South America. They flew in from Europe. They drove fifteen hundred right. miles. Hot air balloon rides from Arizona. Yeah, like, which is that that's three days yeah. in itself. Um, and man, they were just like, "How you guys canceled this the day before?" Blah blah blah. Any bands leak any information out? Like, hey, we're already here, ready to play. I don't know, man. But like the fact that like everyone drove in and like now they can't get hotels. They were going to camp there. All the hotels are full because they canceled it. Like people were on planes when it got canceled. So like you know, flying five hour flight or whatever. And then they get there and there's no hotels anywhere around Nashville because they're all booked because everyone canceled and all these people are going to camp. Like, man, I uh, shout out to the person who runs the social media for that page because uh, either you're fired. No, contract, is that considered a uh, act of God weather? Is that, is that the excuse? Yeah. yeah I mean, but you, so you can, as a band, you have to pay back deposits. No, 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 no. Oh, so no, they can no, actually, no, 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 actually no. use your insurances it's, too. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, listen, you can be you can be a nice guy, yeah, and hey. give the money back. Yeah, an act of God is an act of God, brother. You okay? Like, okay, gotcha. so, so like that's we get the house. we get you know, so we'll get a guarantee to play a festival. Say it's X. Um, they send you half of that up front yes. always. They have to, and then if something happens like they cancel the show, that money's yours, like. You know what I mean? Now we've done it to where something's happened. You know, a venue had to close, whatever. And Karma is real. This is just yeah. So we yeah. we've always given it back, but there's certainly times like this Panama City Festival yes, canceled twice, and we gave canceled twice, yep. and they were like, "Hey, we can we can give you X amount for the deposit, or we can give you the full amount plus extra next year." And we said, "We'll just do it next year." Just gave them their money back. Yep. You know, there's no reason to keep that no, no. that kind of stuff. Um. I saw this is the last thing I'll talk about, and then we'll get into some gripes. I gotta find the video for it, but um, we um, there was a a ad yesterday when it was last night when I was in my bunk watching the Norm McDonald stuff um, called Latin Love Solutions, and it basically was a YouTube ad, and they were basically saying like any like weird uh like almost racial stereotype of latin women like like uh they love white men they love blah, blah. like i was like what the fuck is happening right now we got i gotta find the ad what if i can on? even find it it was just on youtube a, oh just a cut through. it was an ad yeah it was like an ad on youtube i was watching the normal stuff the sape was on there yeah no it was just a really weird ad and i want to if i can find it we'll put it in here and then uh, maybe we'll talk about it in the chat because i don't really remember all that it said um all right let's get into 
some gripes, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do it. You better watch out. You better be nice. Or you might find yourself in Zach's gripes. Gripes. All right. Um, I like gripes. Uh, Facebook hypotheticals. Stop it with this bullshit. Um, I'm a grown ass man. I don't uh, I don't need to pick between a Will Ferrell, Eddie Murphy, Adam Sandler and Jim Carrey movie. You know, like, the, you know what I mean? Oh, These memes that are like, leave a heart one, if you love. Or no, one, one has to go forever. Fuck you, bitch. No, it doesn't. I'm a, I'm an adult. I can watch any of these movies I want. Oh, okay, so you don't even have fun. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Pick one. You can only you have to get rid of one series. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Avengers. No, I don't. I got fucking, I got, I got unlimited, I got unlimited money to right. pay for my Netflix, dude. Right. I got seven ninety nine for at least the next three years. Right. Um, who knows? I might run out of money in three years. But I can For stream sure. on Hulu. I can. Uh, I can watch. You don't return the DVDs you get from Netflix. Yeah, yeah. It's Zach fine. doesn't do streaming. Netflix. He does the physical DVD. I do the physical DVD. Netflix. Do you remember that time, dude? What? Sending those DVDs back in the cases. Oh my god! Yeah. The red envelopes. Oh Holy my god! So good. good. Lord. Listen, I may not be the richest man in the world, guys, but I got streaming money. Um. So I know I, I don't have to pick between Adam Sandler, Eddie Murphy, Chris Farley, and and Will right. Ferrell movies. I can watch. That's just annoying. Stop doing that. The other ones that I don't like is when they post like like uh, like a an inspirational thing and they're like, you're the only person that can get yourself out of a bad situation. And underneath it, they put read that again. Fuck you, bitch. I read it the first time. Right. I need to read it again. And Why do I need to read to that again? That's a common that, sense thing. To piggyback off that, a lot of times, if I say something, you say something, or someone I know that says something that's uh, maybe deep or inspirational, I know where they're coming from, but I believe it. Yeah. These people that would share memes that I know are freaking deadbeats or <laughs> like zombies, like yeah. I don't just stop. Yeah, no, I. Uh, the, I the tunnel is dark because you are a swamp creature, <laughs> the light's not there. If the light does come on, you like one of those weird angler fish that live in the barrier on a trench. You belong in the depths of hell. There is no light at the end of the there tunnel. There is no for you. light in the hell because you are a creature from the paleo- Paleolithic era. <laughs> I don't know what what else. I don't know where to go after that. Um, what else? Uh, fuck mosquitoes. All right. Yeah. There you go. What are you? Like, <laughs> I, I, every time I go to like a barbecue or like a family outing, people are always like, God, these mosquitoes are bad. I'm like, I'm like being bit. Yeah, you got, so you, got, like, you got like dragon blood or something. Right. Don't. But some people, whether it's cologne or sometimes when you go to parties, you have a citronella, it actually makes it worse. Yeah. I don't like mosquito. I was just going to leave it at that, but I thought, I think that it is funny that you, you oh, talked sorry. about it more. No, I, actually, um, no, I, uh, I, um, yeah, I don't. I don't like them. They're even. Listen, I think it's the creature we could do without. Like, they, here's the thing. Like flies. Okay, they. Then people like. Oh yeah, I don't like flies either. But um, like you know, well bees. Well bees do this. They pollinate. They do this. Yeah. Mosquitoes serve. There is no purpose for mosquitoes or hornets or wasps. No, there's. They have. There's zero purpose right. for them. Get rid of them. Right. Get Give rid of more them. bumblebees, more honeybees. I need scientific. Yes. Listen, I need. I don't know if I need scientific research to go to this. All this COVID research for vaccines that. Don't work. Um, I, you know, I, we, I need, I need the research to go to how to get rid of mosquitoes, wasps and hornets. Right. Get rid of them. We don't need them. No, I agree. They do nothing. They provide nothing to the earth. Maybe they, maybe they're food for something else, but that, that thing can eat something else. Yeah. No, right. I just, I just don't know what they do. I don't know. I'm not even going to be greedy, bro. Let's just start with mosquitoes. Just get rid of mosquitoes. Okay. I'm okay with it. 
www.stopthemosquitoesfake.com.org. Mosquitoes aren't real.com. Right. Um, when you get on what a flight, how come they do, uh, how come everyone else just gets a welcome, but if you have the credit card, you get a special welcome? Ooh. Oh, because you got the heavy blue the Delta. Fucking, Delta. The, 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 the triple a advantage right triple a advantage first class premium right premium prime card right maybe i don't want to carry extra shit in my wallet thank asshole. you for thank you for everybody for flying today right. but a special welcome, welcome to those macy shoppers you have five percent off the next six months fuck your airline card as i've had a delta card for the last 10 years um hey speaking of weird places that have cards like that when you go to costco i know you do i have a costco is, is gripe it on weird you. how they freaking like NBC card ID. Yeah. I have a Man, I can walk card. in here without one. <laughs> you can't buy anything. Right, but I can walk in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a free me? country. Yeah, you have a cane and you have two legs growing out of your shoulders. And you're gonna leave <laughs> my, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna stop me from walking in here to eat free slices of pizza and I love that John has gripes now he's bitching about Costco I, I greeters. Hate those people. John's bitching about Costco greeters right I hate now. Them, man. <laughs> Can I see a receipt? And then they don't even read it. They look at it. They, <laughs> no, highlight, they, they highlight like a bag of chips. And like, That's I'm, so true. You know, I was like, what are you? Dude, listen. I we stuffed got, a sleeve of $300 camera batteries in my asshole. Dude, and they're looking for Gatorade bottles. When the Myers family. <laughs> <laughs> I, is Ollie is Ollie Amy running around that place? Oh my god, like crazy! Oh, uh, they you know what their favorite thing to do is look at the fish, the whole fish. Oh yeah, like I want to go see the fish, and they just like Avery will just touch its eyes through right. the plastic. Um, when the Myers family goes to Costco, dude, that's a four hundred dollar trip, right? That's How is easy, it not? easy. You don't need anything in there when you go in there. No, you need right. nothing. Actually, my wife has a list when we go to Costco. But anyway, we'll go, and the the receipts this long. Yeah, right. And they're like, mm-hmm. I'm like. Bro, you can't I got speed read. 78 things in this car. You did not just check this that guy out. at the door can't do two plus two, but he can read <laughs> how many words in less than six seconds and tell me what I don't but have in my car. But if you have a kid with you, they put a smiley face on the Holy thing. Holy crap. Cool. Best, uh, one of the best pizza places, too, you can get. Uh, on the fly. I don't know. Yeah, it's good. It's good pizza on the fly. It's good for for a chain pizza place. It's actually really decent. It's not Angelo's. I'll Julia. say this. Other than a ballpark hot dog, like at a ballpark, yeah. it's the best hot dog you can get anywhere. No, I, everyone. I, we talked about this before. Everyone yeah. started talking about Portillo's and I'm like, I don't need all this shit. But I have I do have a Costco gripe. Costco, um, do me a favor. Um, keep all the same shit at all the same stores because mm. sometimes uh, I'll go to the one in Memphis and then I'll go to the one at our house in Wisconsin and you guys have super cool shit that I want for my Tennessee house, but you don't have it. But you only have it in Wisconsin. Mm. So why can't you just like have all the same shit? Because like there's a there's a place called I make my own Detroit style pizza now, usually from scratch. But I'll say this. This is not an ad unless they want to sponsor us. Uh, Motor City Pizza Company makes a mean ass Detroit style pizza. Interesting. Really good. I can eat that pizza if it's fresh. It's tough yeah. to reheat if it's cold. Yeah, it's cold. You know, but this is a frozen one. Oh, and it's nice. really good. Is this, is this a gold belly type thing? Yeah, but it's you can buy it at the store. Okay. Or you can buy it at the Costco in Wisconsin, but you can't buy it at the Costco in Tennessee. It's upsetting. And oh. at Costco, they have a thing called double pepperoni, where they do regular pepperonis and they do little square Totino's pepperoni. Oh, stop it. Dude, the best frozen Detroit style pizza I've ever had. Anyway, that's my gripe. Be more consistent, Costco. Um, do I have any more gripes? Let's see. Um... 
read that again. Memes already talked about it. Oh, uh, kids, kids are stupid. Um, and it bothers me. Uh, my kids as well, uh, as smart as they are, especially Oliver, a very smart kid. The other night we put Avery to bed and this kid thought he was sm so smart. That he, oh, okay. Yeah. He laid down in his bed for five minutes and Ollie got to stay up for a little while longer and he gets up and he sits at the top of the stairs, by the way, it's nine thirty at night. It's still dark outside. Zach has five staircases, by the way. Yeah. I do not. Okay, at least three. <laughs> there's a, there, there's there's more staircases than there should be in a house. Every time I'll I've give been you to that. Zach's house, I go up one set of stairs. It's like an MC Escher painting come to life. I walk down. <laughs> I walk down a completely different area. <laughs> There's there's more staircases than there should be in one house. I'll, I'll tell you that. So he goes to the main. Oh, is there a main staircase? He goes to the main staircase by the front door. And he's. <laughs> I don't think you brought up MC Asher. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes and sits up there. He's been in bed for five minutes. And we go. I, my wife goes up to him and goes, hey, man, go to bed. He goes, oh, I swept so good. That was such a good sweep. And he believed it. He thought that we he, were going to go. We actually thought he went to bed, slept eight hours, and woke up in the morning. Do you think he did this dumbass little kid? He's like, maybe my parents are this dumb. <laughs> he does. <laughs> I think he does think that. I think he does think that. He told me the other day. Uh, I said he was being a little punk, and I said, "Listen, I'm gonna give you a spanking." And he goes, "I don't care." I was like, "Oh, you don't care? I don't care when I beat that ass?" Damn. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I got, I, so. yeah, no, I, I spank him over the diaper and it's like a, like the easiest tap ever. And he like cries so hard. It, it hurts his feelings. Um, all right. One more, uh, stop putting masks on inanimate objects just to show us that we're in the middle of a fucking global pandemic. We get it. Oh God. I the flew through bears and shit. I Bill the through, bear does this. I, I flew hate through that O'Hare yesterday. What? I flew through Chicago O'Hare yesterday. Yeah. And they had like the big, uh, uh, what is it called? The skeleton of a dinosaur. <laughs> oh, I saw that too. The uh, T Rex. Yeah, but what's it? What's that called? Is, is, is it just called the fossil? Fossils. Yeah, yeah. which are fake, by the way. Yeah. Dinosaurs are not real. That's gonna be the episode twenty six because I just remembered that Zach has this insane theory. We actually should bring Kent off for next week. Same theory. Uh, the dinosaurs possibly could not be real. So I did not say dinosaurs. We will jump real. into that next week. Folks. I think there's certain dinosaurs. There's certain. Okay, but anyway, we got the mask. There's certain dinosaurs that I don't foresee being feasible. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying right. dinosaurs weren't real. I'm saying that some of them seem a little made up. Um, uh, pterodactyls being one of them. Uh, so 100%. I walk through and there's a giant fake fossils of a T-Rex in there. Because I'm guessing it's probably just a remodel of Sue who is in the Chicago Museum. Yes, yeah, yeah. But... This, dude, this thing's head is 80 feet in the air and they put a giant mask on it. Like, listen, we know we're in the middle. I could literally look at anyone in this airport who has a mask on. I don't need you to put a fucking mask on the fucking But what thing. is the statement being made that if you are a pile of bones, you can still get COVID? At this stage, dude, probably. I hate everyone. <laughs> at this stage, yeah, you probably oh still my. get COVID. It's ridiculous. Anyway, stop putting masks on inanimate objects like fake horses in the in the lobby of the 21C Hotel in Chicago. Did they uh, put a mask on the... Uh, <laughs> where did you find you with a football player? Oh, John Elway. Yeah, John Elway. Did yeah, you no, see no, a mask on him? Or? mask on John Elway in Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. They have a statue of John Elway in Pittsburgh. When you get off the elevator, the escalators. Yeah. So, real quick, uh, John and I have a new thing, though. Anytime... <laughs> There's a statue of a sports player. There's probably one in Minneapolis tomorrow. I'm going to do it. 
just to piss well, more people right. off. It's across from the Target Center. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll obviously know who the player is, but right. I'll post it and just say it's right. some other player right. that had nothing Most to do. Most likely with, in a different sport, too. Most likely in a different sport in a way different city or team. <laughs> and people will email me. I, there was a, I forgot who the, this, I don't know. We were in Pittsburgh that one time. It was Archie Bunker. John Crock. You said yeah. John Crock. Yeah, that was John Crock. And the football player, I believe, was Archie Bunker. Right. <laughs> who played football. And I said... <laughs> And I posted a video just of me going down there. I didn't say anything. Didn't put a laughing emoji or anything. I just put John Elway. And I put Pittsburgh where I was. And dude, the amount of hate You're I got serious, are in you? my DMs. You know who that really is. Dude, that's not John Elway. And, I, and then I remember a couple of them. I go, I'm pretty sure that's John Elway. I'm right. a big fan of football. Right. <laughs> just, <laughs> just makes me. And then we'll just, here's the problem with the internet now. Is this one guy goes, yeah, whatever, dude. Smart guy. That's what he told us. Right. He told me, call me a smart guy. Please stop following us. Yeah, you're an idiot. Uh, do you want to do dreams today or no? I have one life advice. John the Shaman, keeping you on track. All you got to do is touch his big old sack of mail. I think it's important because we always got to joke about it. If you have life advice, ladies and gentlemen, please send it to suplifeadvice at gmail.com. John, what's the email? Uh, SCP life advice at gmail.com. Cool. And so this advice, uh, I'm, I'm kind of want to paraphrase it because it's kind of long, but when a band breaks up and that you are friends with that band, <laughs> how does, how do you guys as artists or friends of that band kind of pick sides uh, without getting too involved in like the drama uh, with said band? And they list obviously a bunch of uh, examples. I don't know. I mean, like you can, you forced to pick sides. I don't think so. I think that you can be friends with, I feel like this is, I feel like this is directed at me for some weird reason. No, it's not. It's actually genuine. We um, know the guy. All right. So I had, I had friends in a band, uh, and they were brothers and now everybody knows what band I'm talking about. Um, and they eagle eye cherry. Yeah. Yeah. And they, uh, they parted ways and, and the story that came out isn't necessarily the real story. Um, but I'm friends with both of them, you know, and I listen to both of them. And I remember when they were in the thick of it, um, one of them coming and staying at my house and talking to me about it till four o'clock in the morning. And Oasis, gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. Liam Gallagher was at my house. Um, you know, I remember those things and I, you know, I also remember that being on another, uh, 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 I don't know, at another show. Yeah. And, uh, and the other brother in my ear telling me all about it. And, you know, so I think you can be mutually in the middle. Uh, Obviously if it's bad, you can't like, well, if the one side did something truly horrific and awful, like no one's picking sides for the guy that attempted murder his girlfriend. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no one is picking yeah, sides I, if you're a you pedophile. Know, I, or, I understand that. But at the same time, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it breaks up because like you're the singer of Lost Prophets, you like, but you can try still to fuck be friends girls. with people, still support each other's art endeavors for 100%. Right. I think you can, I think you can be friends with everybody, you know, who we also live in an age where people love creating this tension and drama to sell views and clicks and likes and it's okay to yeah i think you know like i said you know uh, the the one with the two brothers really got to me because it you know i don't even know what you're talking about right now and we'll talk about it after uh it 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 wasn't and listen i'll you know and one of them will agree with me it wasn't nearly as amicable as 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 people thought it was you know, and that's and that's the bummer part, right? It's because you got two brothers in a band, and you're like, you're trying to get through to both of them, and you're trying to say like, 
listen, man, like you guys can like, I can't imagine being in that at, at odds with my brother to the point where it's like, we're going to stop doing what we love to do that we've been doing together and that we started, you know, and it's crazy to think about, man. But, you know, I, you know, but also part of me wishes like those two dudes were almost like Oasis and they were just like, yeah, this is why it's not happening. Right. right. You know, and just be real with people, you know, but they're still both my friends, man. I love them. I love them both. Dude, hogs. Yeah, probably. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're good looking. They're they're fine, good looking young men. Yeah, hell yeah. So, uh, love you, hog. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we uh, also have um, a, a, a surprise this week. Uh, back this week uh, after taking a sabbatical last week, ladies and gentlemen, um, the movie of the week can't give us the movie of the week. There goes Kent. Hey, welcome to Bang Channel 596. Tonight I got something special for you. My sexy neighbors, big, sweet jugs, stacked amateur hotties get peeped on while they play with themselves. She's so horny, by the time she catches her neighbor perving out on her, she jumps his bones and worships his pole before taking a mouthful of cream. That's our selection tonight on Bang Channel 596, just 11.99. What a great film! What? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I I remember going to see that one in the theater. Yeah, I saw that one right after uh, Speed Two Cruise Control. We did a double feature yeah. for that one. Yeah, double it's an older one, feature. But it's, yeah, it's an older one, but it's still good. It was really good. Willem Dafoe was really good in both movies. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, live, not live, uh, from the Mall of America, uh, here we are. Uh, Today, when this podcast comes out, we'll be in Minnesota at the Target Center. Tomorrow, we will be in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, my second hometown. Uh, And then we'll be in St. Louis. And then, uh, yeah, so come see us. Check out the tour dates. Most of the shows, I believe, are sold out, or some of them are. But, um, yeah, you can come out and hang out with us. Um, New merch should be coming very soon. We'll check. Uh, We miss Paul. Um, Paul's having a great time, folks. Paul's having a good time. Um, working Mark hard on the road with Amigo just, the Devil. Yes, he's out with Amigo the Devil. So look up Amigo the Devil's the tour dates too. And if you see him out, um, once again, uh, Futility, the real game of living. Um, donate if you can. They have a Kickstarter up. I'm telling you right now, I'm not just saying this because we're friends with those guys. Uh, this will be the most fun game you will ever play at home. If you like board games, I'm telling you right now, you will love it. Check it out. Um, we love you. Uh, if you have life advice or, or, or dreams or any questions for us, please send them to suplifeadvice at gmail.com. John? Uh, suplifeadvice at gmail.com. And we will see you next week, you nerds. Later. Later.